0: Thank you for listening to Crossroads Community Church. At Crossroads, our mission is to be the church by exalting the glory of God, sharing and showing the love of Christ, and inviting others to be recipients of Christ's love. Now here's this week's message. Morning, Crossroads. Welcome to our Sunday morning sunrise worship celebration service. To those of you that are happy to be up this early, amen. Uh, before, before we get started, though, there is, there is uh, something that I want to share with you. Two things, really. Uh, one is a prayer request. or it was going to be two prayer requests, but my wife is now here, so one prayer request. Uh, and the other one is, is something to celebrate. Prayer request is, I was telling Patty, this morning I woke up, and as I put my arm on the bed to push up, like I felt like there was an earthquake. So I don't know what happened. But I'm still feeling, like, lightheaded and woozy. Uh, so the quickest among you, if you see me go down, rush up here. And keep your cell phones on and 911 at the ready. Second is something worth celebrating, and that is that Ed and Helen, was it this week or this coming week? This coming Friday, we'll celebrate how many years? 62 <laughs> years of marriage. <laughs> Amen. That is uh that is definitely worth celebrating. And I know many of you are like, yeah, I w- can't wait till I get to that many years of marriage. And some of you are looking at your spouses like, we're not going to make it that far. <laughs> in any case, um, I wanted to share a passage of scripture with you this morning uh, in our Sunday sunrise worship celebration service. Uh, and I'm going to put all the scripture up here so we can get right to uh, the breakfast. But um, in the book of Mark. Wow, that's very intricate. In the book of Mark, chapter 16, this is what it says. When, J- when Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene. Uh, really quick, um, just the first day of the week, Sunday, that's, that's, that's why we celebrate and rejoice on Sunday mornings. I know a lot of people are kind of critical. Because they think, oh, it's all about the Sabbath and that we're violating the Sabbath. One has nothing to do with the other. If you're a Messianic Jew, in fact, what they do is they worship um, on Sunday morning. And on the Sabbath, Saturday evening, they, they do nothing. They, they honor the Sabbath Saturday. Then they get up and celebrate Jesus on Sunday. The two are not related. But uh, the first day of the week, he appeared to Mary Magdalene. Now, Mary Magdalene is one of the women who uh, supported him and she is one of the women out of whom he uh, healed or, as the Bible says, uh, had demons cast out of her. And some theologians speculate on whether uh, this was because she was like depressed or what we would have suffered what we would call today several mental health issues. Uh, I tend to believe what the Bible says and if Jesus says he cast demons out of her he cast demons out of her in the book of luke it says after this jesus traveled about from one town and village to another luke chapter eight verses one to three proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of god the twelve meaning the twelve apostles were with him and also some women who had been cured 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 still early cured of evil spirits and diseases mary called Magdalene because she was from an area called Magdala, uh, which is an area that Jesus spent time in after he fed the 4,000, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. And if you've read any of the, especially now, anyone seen all the, you know, like news news? articles and the CNN specials about, like, you know, researching about Jesus and the resurrection, and a lot of people will speculate, uh, and I'm sure you've heard, that Jesus had a thing with Mary Magdalene. Now, there's not a written bit of evidence to support it, but for some reason, people feel like, hey, that's, that's where he went to, when in actuality, what it could be, is the reason that she was following his ministry and the reason that she followed him around and the reason that she donated money to support his ministry and the reason that she was at his death and at his burial and was the first person to see him at his resurrection is because he had so transformed her life that she committed her life to Jesus. It doesn't necessarily have to be that there was something romantic it could be, as the scripture says, that he just did such a change in her that she said, I have to follow Jesus. All right, going back to uh, the book of Mark. So uh, Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven s- driven seven demons in verse 10, she went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they did not believe it. So here's someone who uh, was so transformed by Jesus that she committed her life to following him, to supporting his ministry, went to his tomb Sunday morning, found that, you know, he's alive. He's not dead. he, He did exactly what he said he was going to do, even though on a human level we couldn't understand it or perceive it, and she went to those who were closest to him and said, hey, he was right. He's alive. And they didn't believe it. And then here's what else we're told by Mark. Afterward, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. These returned and reported it to the rest. But they did not believe them either. And if you've read through the book of Luke, it talks about how on the road to Emmaus, uh, Jesus appeared in a different form, and he showed to these two disciples. They were walking. It was a seven-mile stretch of road. And they said, hey, where are you going and what are you talking about? And they told him, hey, haven't you heard what's happened? How, you know, Jesus, our our friend, and we thought he was the Messiah, but then he was killed. And then this Jesus, who was in a different form, they didn't recognize him, human form, but they didn't recognize him, proceeded to tell these two guys, same thing he told them while he was alive, that Jesus had to die and he had to be resurrected the forgiveness of our sins. And the Bible specifically says in Luke that he went through every Old Testament scripture that pointed to him and explained it to them. And then when they got it, when they did believe it, they ran back. Once he appeared to them and made himself known to them, they ran back and told the others. And then this is what it says, verse 14, later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. Food and fellowship throughout the Bible. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And this is, this is, this is something that, that I struggle with, uh, not believing that Jesus is alive. That's why we get up this morning. I, I believe that portion. Uh, but this is something I struggle with because one of our responsibilities is to do the exact same thing is to go tell people that, hey, Jesus is alive. He was resurrected. And because of that resurrection, you can experience life through him. You can have your sins forgiven. And one of the things that I struggle with is, and, and maybe you've experienced this too, over and over and over again when you share the gospel with people, whether on a light version or a heavy, hey, let's walk through scripture version, and they don't believe it. To the point where sometimes I've wondered, okay, I mean, I I know God, this is what you've called me to, but am I just not doing it right? Am I not being effective? Am I not speaking clearly? You know, do people understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Because I'm, I'm doing what you said. I'm going and telling them, hey, he's alive. This is real. And people are just not believing it. Now, some people, to be honest, are not believing it just because they're stubborn. I mean, do you guys know any stubborn people? Don't look at anyone next to you, but yeah, we know people that are hard-headed, they're stubborn. You gotta take a hammer and like bang it in before they, I still don't get it. But some people don't believe it just because they refuse to believe it. Because if it's even a little bit true that this is real, and Jesus is alive, then everything that I'm doing right now has to stop and has to change. So I'm not going to believe it. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with those people, uh, you know, because just like what we read, Jesus will rebuke them later. That's his job. But some people, uh, and, and this, this, this one frustrates me a lot, some people just refuse to believe it because they just hate Jesus. At one point, uh, and you guys may know people like this, some people who um, they used to come to church or they used to, you know, their families used to bring them or their parents used to bring them or they used to go with someone and they used to think this is real. They were either investigating or they were just showing up. And then somebody said something wrong. Somebody looked at them wrong. Somebody uh, did something wrong to them in the church. And so they said, I hate the church. I hate this God. I hate this Jesus. And they're just angry and they're mad. They're mad at us. They're mad at him. They're mad at everything. And that's kind of frustrating because the reality is if you do believe this, he's going to remove that hate and show you how to love. And maybe... Maybe this is something that God still has to work on in me because sometimes I get extremely frustrated when people don't believe that he's alive and that the gospel is real. Now, they'll believe anything else on the Internet because it's true, but they won't believe this even though it's on the Internet, even though there's – more historical, relevant information to show that Jesus lived, died, was buried, and was resurrected. There's more evidence for that than there is to show that George Washington was the first president of the United States. Nobody will question that. But they will hate and reject and question this. And every now and then, every now and then, I, I get to that point where i like, okay, God, I'm ready to like throw in the towel. I'm, I'm, I'm done because you, know, you run across someone that's either too mean or too stubborn or too hateful or too whatever that doesn't want to, you know, be- and I know it's not my job to force them to believe. It's just my job to share and let God, through his Holy Spirit, do the work. But every now and then you get to the point where you just want to throw in the towel, and then God says, you know, go back and read this particular passage of Scripture again over and over and over they did not believe them either. They didn't believe Mary Magdalene. They didn't believe all these people until Jesus showed up in their life and said, hey, I'm alive. And God has to continually remind me that, you know what, Floyd? You just have to tell them he's the one that's going to show up in their life and let them know that he's alive so i'm gonna ask the band to come up and, and we're gonna uh... spend a few minutes uh... singing a song that many of you may know we haven't sung it here before it's an older hymn uh... called because he lives and um, it is just uh, so extremely powerful and um, i'm not one of those people that says hey we, you can't sing a song in church unless the theology is quite right and all this stuff But this is one of those songs where the theology is just dead on because it's true, because he does live. Bow your heads for a moment. God, we just thank you for your sacrifice. And we pray that you give us the strength, the tenacity, the endurance, the courage, and the will to be a people that go out and just with joy and whilst we rejoice share the fact that we know that you are, and we know that the people in our circles of influence can live a transformed life for you. We praise you and we thank God that you are alive, that he is risen and we pray this in Jesus' name.